0: Okay, this session, we're going to be talking about uh, how to keep our enthusiasm high, you know, being enthusiastic. This is how we can live a better life, maintaining our our enthusiasm. And so, as I studied on this, you know, particular, um, this this particular subject, you know, being enthusiastic, Uh, It boils down to the word. When I kept connecting various words together, you know, concerning my enthusiasm, being enthusiastic, it boils down to maintaining the word. And so, even in a difficult place, you know, Paul is an example. Paul, you know, he had his books. He was writing. He was, you know, just getting new information. To keep his hope alive in a difficult place, and I want to read to you uh, the difficulty he was experiencing. But he asked for his books, and then he began to, you know, share of the things that he went through. He was going through a difficult, a difficult place. But you'll keep your hope rising to the stars. Glory to God when you meditate in the word when you keep god's word in your heart you got to keep you got to maintain the word because the devil is after the word in your heart and you got to keep it alive you got to keep that word that's bringing you so much joy about your life about your future about what god is doing for you you got to maintain it and so it says over here in uh second timothy chapter four um verse 13 Um. Okay, let's start at verse eleven. He's talking about only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. You know he's in the ministry and everything. And he in in Tychicus have I sent to um, Ephesus. The cloak. That I love at choice with corpus. when thou comest, bring with thee, this is Paul speaking, bring with thee the books, but especially the parchments, you know, writing material, right? And so in a difficult place, I just want to give you this spotlight here. In a difficult place, You know, uh, Paul had focus because, you know, it can be so stressful sometimes, you know. it's it, But in a difficult place, this man was reading books. He was reading the books he was writing. He was uh, meditating on the Word. The Word is the yeast, and he was keeping it high, you know. He had a high level of Word energy, in his heart, he was maintaining the word in a difficult place. And it goes on and said, Alexander the copper, the coppersmith, did me much evil. You know, after he talked about, you know, make sure you bring me my books. I got to meditate on my books. I got my writing materials because, you know, I'm going through some stuff here. And he said, Alexander the copper, the coppersmith, did me much evil. Reminds me of Diddy Con's, you know. Like Diddy come? a devil. He was probably a devil. Alexander the Coppersmith, all in church act, acting like he saved. Did me much wrong, did me evil. That's what it says. The Lord reward him according to his works. Amen. That's what I said a lot of devils notice right there. I'm doing what Paul, you know, I, I respond like Paul. Amen. The Lord is going to reward you. Did going to reward you, Michael Jackson. Amen. The Rock. Everybody who don't pull money. Amen. Don't sign agreement. the agreement. The Lord is going to reward you according to your words. Amen. Janet Jackson. Amen. the Ross. All of you. All right. It says, uh, of course. No, I'm sorry. It says, of whom be thou where also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. He greatly withstood our words. They are standing on the word of God, Alexander. And this is what I've experienced with uh, the people in high places. I mean, as I'm ministering to uh, Curry, they greatly withstood uh, our words. Uh, as I'm ministering the word of God, our words. As we made an agreement, I'm gonna let you represent me. They greatly restored our words. Amen. And they watched me minister this to this man. Give them the money up. They didn't send me a cent. They transferred millions of dollars into their account. A hundred million dollars to their account. I want the world to explicitly see this and understand this. Michael Jackson explicitly that money going to his account and wouldn't send us a dime my money we, we're trying to get the money up you guys to keep curry alive they watch this it's all on the Facebook app are you listening to me I mean you can download, the, download it on your phone it's out there alright and they didn't send me a dime of my money they didn't try to connect with me to get my home here. But they transferred $100 million to Various One's account, Michael Jackson. All right, Diddy Combs. And Diddy Combs, I put him off the account. I, I told him to get out of the account. And then he and his greedy mom, they found the way to me. We can get back on this kind of way. And I said, no. And then he came back on and stole money again. I said, you get him off of my account. All right. And they, you know, transfer funds, watching Curry, you know, where he could have died. The doctors are saying on the app, talking to me, he could die. You got to get the money in. And they didn't send one cent. They were waiting for him to die and waiting for Debbie to die. And we got evidence. That's why, you know, it's going to, they're going to get their reward in the courts. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. And so they, they withstood our words. That's exactly what I experienced. They restored our words. Uh, At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray, God, that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me that by me the preaching of might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Amen. And so he was up against the devils. The, the they were animals. That's what I believe. Animals all about me. Just what I'm going through. God delivered him. Amen. But they're going to be rewarded. He said that Alexander, be You're going to be rewarded uh, according to your words. That's gonna happen. Amen. And so, you know, God understands some I mean, of you've been crying out, but you ain't crying out now. You just you're going against our words. Amen. And that's that's the word of the Lord. But yes, we're talking about keeping enthusiasm high. And we can do this when we meditate on the word of God. And, and, and this is proof he went through a difficult place, but he was able to keep his enthusiasm high, maintain enthusiasm. And he was delivered out of the lion's mouth. Let's go into it. Okay, as we go into this session talking about... Um, running the race. We all have a race to run. You got a course that you must run individually, and we'll run this course, we'll run this race when we lay aside sin, when we lay aside weight that otherwise so easily so easily beset us, you know, and we'll just put out in a negative way. Uh put in a stink. Put in quick saying, but we're gonna lay aside the weight, we're gonna lay aside the sin, and we're gonna build up our enthusiasm. Alright? And so this is what we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna continue to talk about this. And I just want you to just keep in mind what enthusiasm what it is. Enthusiasm is one of your greatest assets from God. It is divine, it is better than money power, or influence. And so, indeed, with enthusiasm, when you have divine enthusiasm, you're going to master all of... You're going to master... You're going to be, you know, master of money. You're going to have the money. You're going to have the power. You're going to have the influence. You want divine enthusiasm from God. You know, you got a lot of people... They Some people got money... But they have no enthusiasm, and so they're, you know, somewhere stuck with a whole lot of money. You know, devils are an example of that. You got a lot of devils, you know. They're, they're miserable. They're miserable, all right, trying to make other people miserable. You have an inheritance, the children of God, uh, those people that haven't received God yet, but you, you know, you have the, um... There's an opportunity for you to receive God. Well, the devil, he wants to steal that opportunity because he's he's, he's miserable. He got a whole lot of money, but uh, he has no divine enthusiasm. See, they're about killing, stealing, and destroying. They have no real divine enthusiasm. I'm talking about devils. They don't have it. Say they don't have it. They too busy trying to steal your stuff and kill you and just they just in a funk and it's nasty alright and they want you to be miserable with them they got the money see and so enthusiasm divine enthusiasm is better than money it's better than power because they've demonstrated for generations that they, they've had the power but they're miserable they're miserable they can't even become into the divine nature of God and so they're creating other uh, robots alright they said, well, we're we, we going to try to be like God. See, you get divine enthusiasm from God. They want to be like God, so we're going to create a human race. They're going to create some eye robots so that they can, uh, you know, possess the bodies of these robots. All right? They're trying to do what God is doing for you. God wants you to come into the profession of who he is. And he said, put on the divine nature. They can't do that. See? But you can do it as you embrace God. He's gonna give you the divine enthusiasm to do the plan of God, the word of God, so that ultimately, you know, you come into what what is really needful. You know, He wants us to be like Him. Ultimately. And so we go through a process, we go through, you know, running a, a, a certain course, working out the plan of God for our lives, but we're doing all of these things so that we can put on the divine nature and be like him. Well, devils, they can't do that, see? And they don't have divine enthusiasm, but they've made some robots that they want to possess and dominate you, and we're saying to the devil, hell to the no, you're not going to do that while we're here, all right? <laughs> and so they can't do that. They, they can't, they can't, they don't have uh, enthusiasm, divine enthusiasm. They got a whole lot of influence because they are a bunch of hypocrites perpetrating. We didn't know they were devils. We didn't know they were ghost animal people. They got influence and, and they're alluring you with their intellectualism. I'm telling you, but no matter who you are, you got divine enthusiasm from God. You may have few words, few words than they have. They got a whole lot of Intellectual words. They've created all this technology because they've been here thousands of years, and they they they've been perpetrating though a bunch of imposters. We thought they were too like us, you know. We thought they were born in our generation, but they've been, you know, been here for generations, hundreds of years, and they they're trying to seduce you, amen. They're trying to remove you from God's plan. They're trying to remove you. So you won't have enthusiasm. They want you to be greed over money. God said, no, seat me first. Seat me first and get the plan of God. Get your divine enthusiasm that's above money. That's above influence. That's above power. See, the devil devil got all that, but he has no enthusiasm. All right? So let's do this. Let's get into this. Let's get into this word and see how we can keep our enthusiasm level on a high. All right? And just stay on course as we run this race that God has for each of us to run. Okay, we're gonna make a connection, change a bad habit, cultivate new habits as we embrace all this beautiful knowledge, and we're gonna live a better life. And so, we've been talking about getting a grip, harnessing enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the yeast amen that's going to keep your hope rising so we want to keep enthusiasm high and we talked about you know you got to have a plan you got to keep a plan to um grow your enthusiasm it's necessary to have a plan and then we started talking about victim mode our last session getting out of the victim mode and so it's nothing worse than having um Just negative mindset, victim mindset, it just kills enthusiasm. And so you got to get out of the thinking, nothing works for me, Uh, just constant negative thinking. And you got to get your power back. You got to take control and get your power back and become a creator. And so we're going to continue to talk about how to get rid of um, that victim mindset. You got to deal with yourself. You got to become aware of what's going on to get rid of that mindset. Get back in control. Get your power back and create your life. A new life. A beautiful life. A joyful life. A successful life for yourself. God, he said, I came that you may have life abundantly. And he's given us so much joy. You know, he wants us to have joy, unspeakable joy. And we can get joy and we can have um, success when we get rid of the victim mindset. Let's just, you know, for the sake of just building a foundation on God's word, uh, take a look at the scriptures, you know, what it says about success. We can have success when we get rid of the victim victim mindset, come out of that victim mode. But if you don't, you will not have success. It will mess up your success. It will mess up all the benefits that God has given us. And so over in Joshua 1.8, let's take a look at what it says. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. And so, you know, meditating on the word of God, you're going to get rid of all that negative thinking. It'll take you right out of that mode of of being a victim when you meditate in god's word so indeed when you're in in a victim frame of mind you're not going to have success if you're in a victim frame of mind i know what you haven't been doing you haven't been in the presence of god you haven't been practicing his presence on a continuing basis uh you haven't been meditating on the word you got negative thoughts and so indeed God he is the way the truth and the light just doing the little things that he has instructed us to do will pull us out of that victim mindset but we want to just go into detail you know about what goes on when you know you're in that frame of thinking uh being a victim and so first of all you got to recognize because God you know he he wants you to have success so you got to you got to recognize that indeed that this That being in the victim mindset, being in that frame of mind, it is self-destructive. I mean, it's like you're a martyr. You're killing yourself when you allow yourself to stay in that victim, you know, uh, frame of mind. For some people, they are just, you know, so overcome being a victim. They're not even aware of the destruction that's taking place on the inside. So you you gotta become aware. You gotta become aware of what's going on. Uh, when you think about alcoholics, a lot of them they're in denial, right? About being an alcoholic. A, a lot of them they say, "I got this under control. I got it under control," you know. And there's a lot of people they're walking around and they have a victim mindset, and they're not in control. But the way you you're gonna you know become an overcomer. You're going to overcome that victim mindset. It's just like, you know, with in, uh, uh, an alcoholic, you know, they're part of the alcoholic anonymous, right? The first thing you got to do, if you want to be cured of this disease, of this disease way of thinking, it's, it's a disease <laughs> in your thinking, you got to admit that you have a problem. You got to admit, I have a problem and a number of people have a problem with the victim mindset particularly you know especially you know if you if you're not just doing the little things that God is requiring you to do and and you're just so busy um doing all the religious things but um you're not spending time in the word of God spending time in the presence of God you can be in church and Just be a victim, have that victim mindset. I've seen that time and time again, and and, and it's just a horrible, it's a terrible thing. So you got to admit that you have a problem. And so the only way you're going to come to this admission is by paying attention. You got to pay attention to the damage it is causing. All right? You got to pay attention you got to become aware you got to pay attention to how bad you are feeling and you got to really see the destruction that it may be causing you know within your personal life within your relationships the relationships in your life so in closing I want to just emphasize when we're faithful to God we'll be able to, to keep our enthusiasm we'll be able to keep the joy of the Lord our enthusiasm as we're faithful obeying God as we're faithful so in the word of God in our hearts on a daily basis will be able to keep the enthusiasm of a child. And so that is challenging, you know, uh, when you live this life because, you know, everything is thrown at us as we are living in this fallen world. But the Bible, you know, it is our manual, you know. It's a guide teaching us how to live life. And indeed, when we embrace this Word and we live the Word the way, Uh, God has taught us we can keep our enthusiasm he said I have come that ye might have life and have it abundantly he want to fill our mouths up with laughter and so much joy and I want to prove it to you in closing it says over in Psalms 81 let's start at verse uh, Uh, 6 many times you know God might allow you to go through a situation and you, you know the yoke is about your neck You feel the the, the, the heavy yoke, you know. It's like, you know, you're going through pressure. Uh, You feel, you know, in bondage to a situation. And God will allow you to go through with that yoke and then he'll remove the burden. He'll remove that yoke, glory to God. And so we go through like this, even in Christ. But you got to be willing and obedient because God, he's teaching you some things. You know, he's, he wants to add, you know, even more enthusiasm into your life. But we have to go through the difficult places and just know, you know, when we go through these places, God, he, he's going he's gonna to give you joy. You have joy unspeakable and he's adding enthusiasm, you know, into your life even when you go through difficult places. But you just got to learn how to wait upon the Lord and let him do his work. But it says over here in Psalms 81 6, it says, I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were delivered from the pots. Thou callest in trouble, and I delivered thee. I answered thee in the secret place of thunder. I proved thee at the waters of Mirabah. Mirabah. Selah. Selah. Hear O my people, and I will testify unto thee, O Israel, if thou wilt hearken unto me. There shall no strange God be in thee. Neither shalt thou worship any strange god. In other words, he said Don't serve the gods, don't don't burn unauthorized to the gods put on the word increase your word power and stay in me don't let the cares of this world choke the word of God out of you choke uh, you know how you should approach me doing these little things don't, don't let the world's way the conventional way choke my ways out of you you know choke even you you know the desire to come and draw nigh to me and learn of me and go through the process go through doing things my way don't let the world and the cares of the world do this to you and so that's what God is saying when he says there shall no strange God be in thee neither shall thou worship any strange God I am the Lord thy God which brought thee out of the land of Egypt open thy mouth wide and I will fill it I will give you everything that you need I will give you your heart's desire I will give you lots of enthusiasm as you hearken unto me and it says here but my people would not hearken to my voice, my people would not hearken to my voice. They just, you know, they, they've they been yoked with devils, they've been following the image of the beast. Yes, Michael Jackson, he cried out, he cried out all these years, but he's, he, you know, he's sort of conforming in the way I think I sort of like this. I look at the children of God, I killed so many women, you know, and uh there's no power and then when the when the authentic come the one with the power to deal with the devils he's been practicing that way and crying out I just think I sort of like it and this the test and you you're not passing your test he said I he said but my people would not hearken to my voice they wouldn't hearken to my word and Israel would none of me. So I gave them up, I gave them up unto their own hearts, lusts, and they walked in their own counsel, oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, and Israel had walked in, in my ways. I should soon have subdued their enemies, and turned my hand against their adversaries. But they were so broke. They were so broken. They was like, oh, this is the only way I know how to make mine is to take somebody else's money. He said, I would have came through for them. You know, I haven't seen success with nobody. Because you up there with devils. And you've learned the pattern. You've walked out the pattern of the image of the beast. And that's the only way you know you don't know God's way. So you you you, you submit to their counsel. He said, oh, that my people had hearkened unto me. And Israel have walked in my ways. I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hands against their adversaries. But God is going to do it for me. Amen. And they're going to jail. You're going to prison. Yes. Amen. Because you felt a hearken to the voice of the Lord. Amen. It's countdown. The clock is ticking, Glory to God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. But this is what God would do for you when we just Continue to submit to him, to his word. Keep his word. Okay, finally, let's look at uh, Psalms 126, and we're closing out. This is the closing out passage of scripture that I want us to cover. Psalms 126. He'll keep your enthusiasm high like a child. You'll be enthusiastic about life, about the things that he's calling you to do when we maintain the word it says over in psalms 126 let's read starting from verse 1 when the lord turned again the captivity of zion zion went through a whole lot of stuff but they maintained the word through captivity amen i'm i'm zion amen in captivity in the house got devils all around me glory to god Amen. Zion. God said, he said, I'm going to turn their captivity. I'm going to turn the captivity of Zion. Amen. And we were like them that dream. Amen. That's where I'm at today. I be like those that dream in Jesus name. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. Amen. And our tongue was singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for them. Hallelujah. And that's what you're about to say right now. God has done great things for Debbie in the name of Jesus. Amen. Because I've stood with God in a difficult place. I got my books and I maintained the word. I'm maintaining my enthusiasm in the name of Jesus. And I be like those that dream in the name of Jesus. Amen, God, He filled my mouth with laughter. Amen, ha ha ha! Oh God, we praise you right now, and our tongue will sing it. Amen. Then said they among mother, heathen, the Lord. Amen. Have done great things for them. The Lord have done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Amen. They that sow in tears. Amen. You just keep sowing the word. Amen. Shall reap in joy. Keep sowing the word and maintain your enthusiasm in a difficult place. Amen. He that goes forth and weep bearing precious seed. Amen. You're bearing precious seed, you're sowing the seed, you're maintaining the seed. You got high word seed, high word energy, glory to God in the name of Jesus. It says shall doubtless come again. You're going to come again rejoicing, amen, because your hope rise to the stars. And you're going to come again rejoicing and bringing his sheaves with them. And that's where I'm at today. I'm excited about the word today, amen, because I'm rejoicing in the the Lord, amen. I'm maintaining my enthusiasm in the word. I believe God's word in the name of Jesus, oh, God. I give you the glory right now, amen, for your word, oh, God. In Jesus' name, oh, God, help us to maintain the word in Jesus' name. Oh, God, it is the yeast, oh, Father, God, that's going to keep our hope rising, oh, God. In the name of Jesus and we'll be bringing our cheese oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, because you fill our mouth with laughter, you fill our mouth with joy, oh, God. Uh, you help us to keep our enthusiasm today. I want to thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for spending time with us here at Divine Intervention with Debbie Jones Ministries. Indeed, it is a delight to be able to serve you the Word of God. So we are so encouraged that you choose to spend time with us to be fed. Yes, the Word of God. And indeed, if this message was inspiring to you, we encourage you to give of your love offerings. Amen. The Bible encourages us to, you know, share of our spiritual things and and as you have received in person, Uh, correspond with you based on the information that's given. Until next time, I love you, and have a beautiful day. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to end this podcast with this message. It's going to be on every podcast because, indeed, the Holy Spirit, he awakened me, he let me know the strategic plan the lie that devils they're preparing to set up right now, and so he said, "I want you to uh, make an announcement to the people about uh, what has actually taken place during this public demonstration, and uh, and, and your connections, uh, the connections that you made. I want you to put out the connections that you made with people, but." It was only through voice calling. And so uh, I haven't met anyone, basically. That's what I want to let you know. Uh, I've been inside since 2015. Uh, The Holy Spirit called me inside. He let me know that they were doing jail spells, devils in high places, over the people, over the races of people. Particularly black people, they were doing jail spells. And he said, I want you to come in. And he let me know they were doing jail spells on me. He said innocent people will be taken to jail. That was uh the plan. That was the plan that they had. As I come out with the revelation on the walking living dead, the last movement and public demonstration of witchcraft. This, these are the things that Oprah knew about that devil was planned to do a long time ago. They want to take us back to the era of the fifties and sisters times of segregation. uh, and, and that's what I came out saying. And so that's the intent of the devil. And all these things that we've experienced over the years, particularly during the public demonstration, the devil set this up a long time ago because they were trying to meet and uh contend with the movement. This revelation of Daniel's, the book of Daniel's, where it declares, and in, in, in uh, the book of Daniel's, God confirming the weeks with several of his people. Uh, this is the time that God is gonna meet the devil, uh, bringing in. All right. And so if you want to, you know, just understand the nature of a ghost, you need to read 2nd Peters 2, 2nd Peters two, chapter two, that whole chapter. And, you know, I know you see some of the stars, they've fallen into this category, Uh, but I'm telling you, they've come back and we get our new bodies amen but devils they are ghosts the, the all the evil characteristics that are called out in second peters that's the description of those people on the ghost side okay they've been involved in such per- perverted acts from incest to um uh sleeping with animals as a matter of fact all of that is gonna follow in their nature they're And, uh, yes, make sure you spread that word because the devil, the devils, they are liars. Okay. They're setting up a lie and God is calling out, calling it out right now. We're going to pull that lie down right now in the name of Jesus.